Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning into the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, it's going to be another Strictly Fantasy podcast. We missed last week's podcast. We apologize. So we're going to be doubling up today. We're going to be going, we're, we're going, to be going over last week's results, uh, power rankings. And then once I get through that, we're going to get through this week's results. We still have another matchups uh, that are pending tonight uh, for the FIC, uh Fantasy League of Champions. So... I'll get you up to date on that. Apologize again for the delay. A uh, couple other updates as well. But we're going to get right into it. Uh, let's get after it. So once again, I want to apologize uh, for the delay. Not that I not that I owe anyone an apology. Uh, doing this podcast for you know numerous years, never missing a week. Uh, just got busy last week. Things came up. Uh, pod's always on my mind. Um, but for the reason I couldn't get down and do it... Uh, but we're doing it now. That's all that matters. It's not about what happens. It's about how you react to a certain situation. You can leave a, a situation like, you know what? I'm not going to do it and then let that affect the next two weeks. Or you make up for it right away and get back on that get back on that grind. Uh, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're not missing a beat here. Uh, just a little late this week. Everyone's a little tardy. Um, but it's how you, it's how you respond. Um, before I get into... Uh, the Fickner Cup Fantasy League of Champions. Before I get into those recaps and analysis, shout out, shout out Five Man, uh, shout out Connor Costello, aka Red, the Red Man, uh, hitting probably the craziest parlay I've ever seen. Uh, Three dollars to win seventeen thousand dollars, seventeen racks uh, for the Red Man. Um, it was a first touchdown parlay. Um, literally four guys, uh, all all in the. Actually, no. I I guess there was one guy in the noon slate, um, but it was or no, all all three o'clock slate. I'm sure he didn't even wake up in time for the noon slate, um, but it was uh, Jalen Hurts anytime, uh, Jacoby Myers anytime, uh, Amon Ron Saint Saint Brown anytime, Sun God, uh, and then Cooper Cup to finish it off. Honestly, seems like the easy like. Like what are we? I I think Jacoby's the sweatiest one, but he's been balling lately. Um, so let me give you some context though with this with this uh, parlay here. Um, I saw I saw the, uh, the red man the day before. First time I've seen him in months. Um, I think the last time I saw him was the draft, probably. Yeah, it's like a month or so. Good to see him, uh, but it was after a brunch, right? So it was like. Five, six guys at a brunch, post-brunch. I was not at the brunch. I met, I met up after the brunch. Um, the red man was feeling himself. Uh, actually trying to throw out, like, Oregon live money line bailouts, which they lost in bad fashion. Um, so he's, it definitely didn't, you know, based on what the parlay was, uh, $3.70, it seemed, like, it seemed like red was just throwing, throwing fat darts 
out of the wall, which is honestly what you have to do, I think, to be successful in the gambling world. Just put your hand over your eyes and throw darts. Now, those picks that he made were pretty logical. I don't know how much... I, I, I don't know how much he just clicked, clicked, clicked and did it or that he just like, you know, that's my guess or he, you know, he thought him out maybe. Who knows? I mean, good player. So it's not like, you know, it, it wasn't like random ass dudes, which is what I respect. Uh, but red, 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 uh, post brunch, uh, decides to take, you know, a little snooze cruise on the couch, uh, turning into uh, a little throw up on the Northwestern jacket, uh, which I, which, which was on me. Um, so all good to red, you know, we got the jacket clean. Uh, it was all good. Red, red, uh, you know, he had a long day. So no, no hard feelings towards him. It's just like the state that he was in. I don't even know how he, he was able to go into his phone the next morning and, and put this, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that's why it was the three o'clock slate because he couldn't, I mean, there was no way that man was in condition to smack a parlay, but maybe that's what you got to do. You just got to like, he's got to get so drunk that you just post or you just make whatever. I mean, I don't know when he made that. So, uh, well, at the end of the day, an unbelievable hit. I mean, I was shocked to see the next day him running around. I mean, it's cool to see someone finally that I know winning. Um, you know, you see all these bets posted online with these random people you've never known. So it's like, yeah, it's cool, but I don't know. Him. Also seeing that, one of my friends from high school can do that and hit three dollars on seventy thousand. That gives hope, I think, to everybody else in this world um, that you can do it. It can be done. Uh, but congrats to Red. I mean, I saw them. So they were out at Fuego de Chow last night on a Sunday night in suit jackets and just fucking chowing. I mean, that is sick. I love that. Um, so shout out to I. I know I know Red listens to this pod. Um, so hopefully he he tunes in today. Um, I'll, I'll probably let him know that I, I, I gave him a shout-out. But well-deserved shout-out on the pod. I mean, I've never come close. I wish. I mean, I wish I could, I could hit that. Um, maybe one day. Um, maybe that's all the motivation I need is, is red hitting one of those. Or it's dangerous. Now, now I'm going to be too confident that it can be done. And it's just going to be a disaster. We'll see. Hey, it's, it's, it's all part of the journey. It wasn't like he was expecting to hit that that day, but it did happen. Um, so it, it is real. These videos you see online are real. People are fucking cashing these crazy bets. Um, but into the fantasy world here of Fick. Uh, it's weird doing this like two weeks back. I have to gather my notes here. Um, I'm so focused on my current matchup uh, with the Tussles. Um, but going back to week five here. I'm like, Yeah, that, that's correct. It's week five um, that we're going to first. So what I'm going to do is here is I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go through week five uh, matchups, do a power rankings, and then talk about the matchups this week as well. Um, and if the matchups complete, I'll I'll give the winners and, and and I'll explain what the situation is in each matchup. I can't give you the full thing because there's a Monday night game and there's at least three matchups still with implications on that. Um, so what I'll do is go back to my normal podcast time later this week and go through what we normally do for week six, um, even though you kind of have an idea of where people are at. Um, but you know Big Reds. We'll, we'll come up with the spiel. Uh, maybe that'll be a Chris Kloss day on Thursday. I'll just start talking about Chris Kloss and, and all those boys. Jarrett. God, it's almost basketball season again. Northwestern. Going to start getting the text from Jarrett. 
Like, I want to block him so badly, but it, there's something about it that I just love knowing that he's – he's so predictable. I know that he's, like, every time there's a game, um, if Northwestern, like, barely holds on in a close game, he'll be like, wow, so lucky, LOL. Or if they lose, he'll be like, ha-ha, have the other team, like, Penn State, plus five and a half. It's like he just makes it into, like, a win-win situation. I mean, that's not the lamest thing. Though. I mean, come on, bro. As if the Cats, like – It'd be one thing if I was, like, rooting for Duke, like, all day long and just being an asshole about it. Like, yeah, shit, I mean, when they're bad, that, that'd be fair. But Northwestern's, what, they're trying to make the tournament for back-to-back years for the first time ever. So, I mean, what have they ever done to you? Um, and until the Cats are good for consistently 10 years, fuck off. That's all I got to say. Back to fantasy, though. Back to fantasy. Um, week five matchups here. Week five. Um... We're going to go right into it here. Um, starting off with the upset upset pick here. Um, Lebo's Crystals uh, going into Holmanville. Lebo's garbage behavior. Um, Lebo's desperately needing a win here, um, being one and three. Uh, and, and that's exactly what they got. Uh, a 120 to 113 victory over Lebo's garbage behavior. Uh, as you can see, both Lebos in this in both names here. So definitely a rivalry week here. Uh, but it, it was the Crystals coming in with just sort of like a you know playoff mode mentality where you know two and three is so much better than one and four. Getting it done on the road. Um, George Kittle. I mean, what a day to have Kittle here. Three touchdowns on three receptions. Twenty six fantasy points. 18 points for the Jets D. So that's 50. That's 45 points off of Kittle and Jets D. You'll take that every time. AJ Brown and Puka combining for 30, 15 a pop, or 15 and 16, I should say. Um, With the Joshua Dobbs starting quarterback, still getting it done. Uh, What a win here. I mean, because Holman was right there. I mean, he had Hurts for 27. Pacheco, 12. D-Hop with his best game, 18. Mozart for 14. Uh, Devonta Smith for one, really hurting you there. One reception, six yards. Um, usually gets more than that. Um, D-Henry for seven. But a win's a win. I mean, 120 for the Crystals is legit. Uh, that's a huge dub. Moving them to two and three, uh, heading into week six. Uh, Holman moving to three and two. Doing just fine. Uh, still with the most points scored in the league. Yes. Uh, Holman's in first place. That's six hundred two points for. Uh, next is Big Sam with five seventy eight. Um, next matchup here. Uh, speaking of Big Sam, uh, Big Sam heading into Tussleville. Uh, Tussle's coming off a loss the following week, moving himself to three and one. Uh, sorry, Tussle's three and zero. Uh, starting this year, a lot of close wins. Could be, I mean, he's he's one to watch out for. He tussles is in a fucking battle every single week. Um, he's one of those guys where you can just can never count out, which is why he's good in this league. He, you know, he's consistent, always making the playoffs uh, for the most part. Um, there's like one season he didn't make it, but uh, Klein hands always battling. Uh, but playing a tough, tough team uh, uh, in Big Sam here. Uh, and it was Big Sam also getting the road win 
133 to 109. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, that was the high score of the week. Yep, 133 um, for Big Sam. Um, Tussles uh, kind of, sh- I mean, 110, not a bad number. Uh, but you're playing Big Sam, man. You got to have, uh, you know, a little more offense at home there. Um, and it was guys like who, I think, it was, was this a Mike Evans game? No, not Mike Evans, but it was it was a Stefan Diggs and ETN game um, for Big Sam. 34 for ETN in London. Um, two tutties, 130 yards in to, to defeat Buffalo. Uh, I almost said at Buffalo, but it's at London. Um, even though the Bills were acting like, I don't know why it says at Bills. It means you have to say something. Um, Diggs with 20. Uh, Miami D, 12. Jake Elliott, 11. DJ Shark with a tutty, 11. That's a huge one right there. Uh, but just really consistent matchup. Um, you know, Hollywood, 14 for Big Sam. Um, the Tussles, uh, really, stub- really struggling at the top there. Anthony Richardson, who's, a- who's on the I- IR now with four. Ramondre with two. Uh, JT with three, but then Jamar Chase with 44, keeping a minute. Um, and then Cup with 15, good to see him back. Goddard, 21. Uh, so Goddard and Chase doing their best. I mean, without them, it would have been a rough week for the Tussles. Um, so if any sort of production out of his first three guys, um, Tussles might win this matchup with having Jamar having 44. Um, but not able to get done. Second loss in a week or in a row for the Tussles. Moving to three and two. Big Sam. Second most points scored, moving to four and one, uh, becoming more and more of a threat in this league uh, each week. Uh, good start for Big Sam. MMC going down the road to the Hog Crankers here. Really interesting matchup here. Both teams um, kind of going in opposite directions here. Uh, Caputo starting the year zero and two. Um, now, now currently, you know, going into this matchup. Um, uh, a two-game winning streak. Um, and it was MMC going into Crankerville, um, who, going into this matchup, already losing their last two after starting 2-0. Um, it was it was MMC going to Crankerville uh, and getting that 90-82 to win uh, over the Crankers. Really grossed East, East Coast matchup here. Um, I mean... It is funny. I mean, the Crankers to start off this year so much, you know, trying to break that that eight year, the eight year streak. And I hate to even bring it up. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm just relaying the information. Um, you know, at, at, everyone knows the elephant in the room. Um, and here we are now, losing for the third time in a row this week, um, or this year after starting two and zero. And you just feel like. You know, with injuries to Jefferson, Debo not healthy. Um, Debo did give you ten this week, um, but it wasn't enough. Um, as even though MMC didn't have the best week, you know he got performances like Montgomery with twenty. I, uh, yeah, with twenty. Waddle with a tutty with twelve. Um, it was really gross week. I mean, neither team performing like they normally do. Um, Laporta for the Crankers with the 18 spot for Tigga. That's a highlight. Tua with 16. Um, but it's it's just weird. Like, MMC knows when to turn it on, when to turn it off. Didn't need a lot of offense this week. Able to get it done on the road. And it's just a game that the Crankers would love to have. Uh, could have been 3-2. and two, Statement win over the Caputos. 
uh, instead with the Jefferson injury, um, Debo hurt, you know, or even, you know, just questionable. It, it looks like the Crankers are heading towards um, not the direction they want. Still a lot of time to figure it out. Um, but after starting 2-0 and losing three straight, there's nothing worse than that. I've been there. I think I've started 3-0, 3-1 before. I've been 3-5 before I knew it. So tough, tough loss for the Crankers. Um, it's sad not hearing any rebuttals this year, too. Not not even one. Um, and I'm not even you know trying to call you out, but it might sound that way. It might sound that way to the Crankers. Um, but you would do the same for me. Always, always letting RMT know. Uh, when you think he's at fault. So here I am to you. Um, curious curious that there wasn't any, even starting 2-0 this year, no rebuttal. Um, was was expecting one, not, not going to lie. Was expecting multiple rebuttals this year. Never too late for a rebuttal. Never too late. Um, but MMC moving to 3-2. and two, uh, Crankers moving to 2-3. and three. Um, Looking for a comeback win the following week. Uh, well, this week. Which which we'll be getting into. Um, Beaterman fundamentals taking on Team Cough Daddy, um, and it it this is a match that the Team Cough Daddy is not going to want to remember. Um, losing one fifteen to seventy eight, uh, not even cracking the eighty point mark. Moving to zero and five. You heard me see Team you you heard me say Team Cough Daddy. Yeah, he's no longer Peggy's Pipe and Pimps. Uh, but the original team coffee went went for the name change. Listen to RMT's advice, uh, and it didn't work. I guess RMT gives out shit advice. The name change did not work this week. Um, Tyree Kill with twenty eight, Kirk Cousins with twenty. Um, despite uh, D Acne going, or I don't even know how to pronounce his name. It's like uh, the Miami running back Acne um, going on the IR, but putting up twenty one. Uh, Butker with ten. Uh, Pickens with twenty three for Team Cough Daddy. Uh, but James Conner getting hurt only with four. James Cook, three, not doing his dance. CeeDee Lamb with a six. Even Calvin Ridley, 17. Um, but, it, you know, it, it was Washington D against the Bears that Thursday night, um, setting the tone, uh, getting that negative five against the Bears. Um, I see why he even started Washington D. I mean, it made sense, but, the, but Fields made him his daddy. Um, and not the way you, – you can't get a negative five on Thursday – um, unless your team just fucking goes off. Um, so disappointing loss for Cop Daddy now in uncharted territory being 0-5. Um, Cop Daddy, if you're listening to this, um, it does hurt. It, with the Coughlin bias, um, it's really hard to show you that bias right now, having not gotten that win yet. Um, Nasser, on the other hand, uh, moving to 3-2, and two, I mean, he is right there. Um, huge, huge win for, for Nasser there. Um, Nasser is one of those teams where, you know, here we are again for him, like kind of in the middle of the pack. And now he's, he's starting to get some wins here. He's starting to get some consistency, um, finding his way, you know, you know, into the playoffs. Three and two is a great, great place to be. Locker room steady week by week. Um. And Nasser's chipping away. He's chipping away, chip, chip, chipping away. Um, you'd like to see Biederman fundamentals. I mean, we knew the Biedermans were going to be challenged. We already knew that going into Cough Daddyville. Uh, but, the, you know, it, it was the question, will they be able to chow enough? Um, and, and they must have cleared the whole fucking buffet. 
because, you know, 115 points is solid. Um, great week for the fundamentals. Um, Cough Day is still looking for that first win. Um, all it takes is one. I mean, he's still technically, what, we're at week five. There's 14 weeks. He's got nine weeks left to turn it around. I mean, got to win, gotta win your next three, four matchups here. One week at a time. But, you know, before you know it, that sixth spot, you know, you know, someone's gonna be three and three, three and four. You know, if you're three and three and five, you're right there, a couple wins away. So that there's my coffin bias sneaking in. Um, can't be zero and six though. I don't think zero and six is doable. Um, I, you know, I I don't know, but I I I don't, I don't think I don't think zero and six is where you want to be. I don't really know what else to say here. I don't mean to laugh, but it is kind of just unprecedented territory of cock day of all people who's a champion a two-time champ in this league um really struggling to find that stroke right now um last matchup here um and this is just a this is just a good one here um the bbg is taking on the 69ers featuring nato's ejac i i keep saying pre-ejac i think i'm gonna add that in there i like that better than pre-ejac um so the niners featuring nato's pre-ejac aka the commish um just talk about someone that just fallen off the edge here. Um, really, you know, cocky in the beginning of this league. You know, people saying that his team was shit, and then instead of like, like everyone said my team was shit, right? But I backed it up with something. He just instead of backing up his own team, decides to like make up these like, like oh well, your team's bad because that guy sucks, and then instead of like, he, but he knows his team's bad, so he's just deflecting. Um, one and three going into this matchup, uh, and and he was going to be one and four coming out of it. One thirty two to one hundred four win uh, for the BBGs RMT, um, literally .04 behind Big Sam for the most points scored this week. Um, four weeks in a row scoring one twenty plus. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jerk this off a little bit. I mean, why not? Might as well get some stats in while I still can. Um, BBGs first week of the season. Uh, putting up not even 60 points. Worst worst score in the whole league. Um, four wins in a row now. Um, climbing his way back up. Um, and it's resiliency. Um, it's bong. Or sorry, it's it's wake up. Um, bong, chow, jerk. Or jerk, bong, chow. Whatever, whatever one it is, right, we're doing it well. Um, Bill Bill's in on the nicknames uh, of the BBGs. Um, nothing but smiles for it. You know he didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. Um, so so me and Bill are on the same page right now. Um, inner circles do help, I think, for a matchup here. Um, instead of letting someone else go personal with your inner circle, you gotta take get gotta take the bull by the horns. In this case, it's Bill. So Bill by the horns. Um, Got to go in her family, um, providing good juju. Um, Josh Allen with 27. Uh, he's been doing his dance. Uh, Adam Thielen, maybe the pickup of the year uh, with the 22, um, 11 receptions, 107 yards, and a TD. Kelsey doing Swifty things. That's another thing. Kelsey and Swift? I mean, you're telling me Kelsey and Swift's bond, Bill and the BBGs' bond? I mean, there's something cooking here. Um, New Orleans D, I mean, maybe my favorite uh, 
person on this team. Yeah, we're going to call him a person. Um, 22 points for the Saints D, top three defense. Um, people definitely, I mean, people give you weird looks when you take the Saints. I told Nato, this is a Nato move. Look, someone told me that the Saints D, um, and that person was Tim O'Connor. I don't know why I said that person. Tim O'Connor, where credit's due, credit's due. Um, Talk did give me the Saints D scoop, how they just have a, you know, an easier schedule than most teams, being in that shitty division. Um, so, love the Saints D. Um, and honestly, cracking over 100 for the Nato's EJAC, um, not a bad way uh, you know, to go for him as well. Um, Jacoby Myers at 17, Sam Fran D 18, um, D Swift 13, countering Swifty, 17 for Kamara, CJ Stroud with 15, but you know, it was it was the receiving core of the the Garrett Wilson McLaurin both having 6.9, both having six. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That might be the coolest thing in your team this week. Evan Ingram, 4.8. Uh, so Niners featuring now is Ejack moving to one and four. Um, BBG's moving to four and one. Um, this takes us into our power rankings here. Week five power rankings. Um, or sorry, week six power rankings, I should say. So week five going into week six. And we're going to start all the way at the bottom here. Um, with Team Cough Daddy coming in at Team 10 here. Um, was at 10 last week. Wasn't able to get a win this week. Staying at 10. Name change? Maybe it'll work uh, for... Uh, maybe it'll work for this week. Um, playing playing the uh, playing the commish, actually. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens there. But at 9, speaking of the commission, we have Nato, uh, pre-Ejax, uh, the commission himself. Um, also was at 9 last week. Not able to get a win against the DBGs, staying at nine until until uh, another win is put up in that column. Um, at number eight, we have someone that at one point this year was at number two, uh, dropping all the way to eight here. Um, we have the Kansas City Hawk Crankers. Um, was at six last week at two and two, desperately needing a win, um, but not being able to get it done uh, against MMC. Moving you down to eight. Um, it sounds harsh, but teams are winning right now. A lot of three and two teams. Um, two and three, you're going to be on the other side of that line. Uh, at number seven, we have someone that was at last for the first three weeks of these power rankings. Someone at number eight last week. Um, but moving up a spot, um, we got Lebo's Crystals uh, taking out the number one team uh, in uh, the power rankings, which was Holman. Um, Holman on top of the power rankings for three of the weeks, three out of five weeks. Um, it's a huge win for the crank or for the crystals. I would I would love to move the crystals up more, um, but being one and three and at two and three doesn't matter how good of a win you get. Yeah, it matters, but for the standings, you need to keep it going. Um, too many teams winning um, to move you up any higher. But wins a win and a win over the best team. Crystals are back on notice um, at number seven. At number six, uh, someone that was at seven last week getting another big win over the number six spot. Um, we have Biederman's Fundamentals, uh, Mike Nasser, also building his way back and forth. You know, At one point, Nasser was, was at four, then he was at seven, now he's at six, back into the playoffs. Um, keep winning, you keep moving up. Um, so Nasser coming in at six. Huge matchup with the Crankers next week, uh, or this week, I should say. So we'll be getting to those matchups here to see um, if the Crankers can get their spot back. Uh, but Nasser at six for the time being. At number five, uh, 
someone someone that was at number five last week, um, despite getting the win, um, keeping them at number five is MMC. Yes, I'd love to move you up when you win, but a 90-82 win based off the other um, um, teams um, that are there at three and two, um, we're keeping you at five for the time being. Um, get another dub next week, definitely moving up. Um, but MMC staying at number, and if that does make you know points, points four um, do come into play when you are tied um, with the team. Yes, head to heads matter as well for the rankings. Uh, but I thought with the with the low amounts of low amount of points scored with the win, um, despite despite a great win. I uh, have to keep you at five this week. Um, and then number four, um, we have someone that was at number three last week, not being able to get it done, two losses in a row. We have the Tussles. Um, that was a debate there. MMC um, at at five, Klein at four, both three and two. Um, but the Tussles losing to Big Sam, um, who was ranked um, higher than MMC, wasn't considered to be, um, you know, as you know, a bad loss for Klein. So I'm not gonna, you know, with more points scored than MMC. Um, what's their, what's that head-to-head record here? You know that that might switch my ranking here. Have they played that? They definitely have played. Let's see. Um, was it early? I know. I wish I just knew that off the top of my head. But there's a lot of there's a lot of weeks here. Oh, week one. Okay, week one. Tussles eking out a 73 to 72 win. Over MMC, so he does have that head to head. So uh, yeah, okay. I mean, RMT's on point here. Um, yep, keeping MMC at five, Klein at four, has the points for and the head to head. Um, at number at number three, um, someone that that's a that's been number one, um, for three out of the five weeks this week, but c- coming up with their second loss, um, losing to a team lower in the rankings. Um, we have Ethan Holman, uh. Lebo's bias. Um, yes, one loss is one loss, but that is two losses now. L- losing to a rival like that at home. Um, having the most points scored in the league, though. Um, so definitely definitely not going anywhere. Um, definitely a top two, three team. I have a three. Top, top couple teams in this, in this league is uh, Ethan Hallman. Um, but we are moving him to three this week. Um, because there are two four and one teams, got to put those teams got with the higher record at top. Um, so despite having the most points scored, you are down to three this week. Top three is nowhere to be, you know, friend about the top three is top three. Um, at number two, we have uh, Big Sam, uh, who was at four last week, moving into number two this week um, with the dub, uh, second most points scored um, behind Holman, um, four and one. Only one loss come. Only one loss this year, uh, um, and that's just the person that's in front of him, um, which is the BBG's RMT, um, who yes did beat Big Sam for his lone loss of the season, um, giving him the edge this week at the number one spot. Four wins in a row, starting off zero and one, making his way to the top. Got to keep it going. Um, we're streaking. We got we got to stay hot. But at number one, it is the BBGs coming in right in front of Big Sam. And I and I hate doing this. Sometimes it's like, oh, like Riddle's podcast, and he's named himself the top. Well, I'm, I'm winning right now. Hey, I've done this podcast. Um, this is my fourth year doing it now for this league. Two 
two of the years I was, you know, first year, of course, yeah, I did win first year of the podcast. I mean, I think that's just karma. Um, Next year, didn't make the playoffs, had to do the pod the whole year, Um, you know, ranking myself, you know, seven through 10 throughout the whole year. So that wasn't fun. And then last year, um, finishing third. So yes, but not the best team though. You didn't win, obviously. Um, but was near the top. So, yeah, we've had some some fun times in the pod. Um, but wins are wins, records are records. And right now the BBGs are soaring. Um, people will talk about the points allowed, but I'm only two points behind Big Sam for points forced. Um, so we're right there. We're right there. Um, we're streaking. Um, and we're not going to talk about it anymore. Um, what's done is done. Um, we're going to go into this week's matchups here. Um, so as I said, I'm doing this before the Monday night game. Um, so there's still are some implications this week. Um, let's see if there's any. Um, let's go to the ones that are done here. Um, MMCs getting the dubs over the Crystals. Another gross win here for the Caputos. They're up 91-78. The Caputos have a kicker, uh, but the Crystals are out of players. Um, so the MMC moving to 4-2, um, getting the dub over the Crystals. Um, Lebo's garbage behavior. Um, so Holman is up 115 to 83 over Big Sam. Huge matchup here. Uh, Big Sam only having Tony Pollard left. So he needs Tony Pollard um, to get 33 points here to beat Lebo's garbage behavior in Holman. Don't think that's going to happen. It could, though. So I'm not going to rule out um, a defeat yet. But, you know, Holman, 96% chance to win, according to ESPN, looking like they're in the driver's seat. Would move himself to 4 and 2. Um, over a guy that's one spot ahead of him in the power rankings. So kind of set that up on purpose. Um, Holman had a chance to regain his power ranking right away um, with the win over Big Sam the next week. So not over yet, but looking good for Holman. Um, Nottos featuring uh, – or the 69ers featuring Nottos, Ejack, the commish, uh, and Team Coughdaddy battling here. Uh, Luke uh, – I said Luke. Ugh. The commish uh, currently up 76-69 over Coughlin. Um, Boyd has Herbert and Aubrey left. Uh, Coughlin has Eckler, CeeDee Lamb, and Ferguson. Coughlin's projected to win by three. It's going to be tight. I can't tell you who's going to win this with uh, Boyd being up three currently. It's going to be tight. It's going to be down to the wire tonight. Um, Prayers up for both squads. Uh, Both desperately needing a win. Um, Another matchup that's over. Everyone's already gone. Um, the fundamentals getting the road win over the Crankers, ninety-one to eighty-six. A lot of low scores this week. Um, definitely some gross matchups around, you know, going around in the NFL. Um, so I get it. Um, but the fundamentals getting it done on the road, moving to four and two, moving to the Crankers to two and four. Um, after starting, you know, this year two and zero. Oh. So rough stretch for the Crankers here. Um, and then the last matchup here. Oh boy. Definitely the, the one with the most implications here. Um, the BBGs taking on the tussles. Um, RMT is currently up 105. And I'm going to get to decimal points here because it's this close. BBGs are up 105.66 to 91.14 um, with the tussles having Keenan Allen left to go tonight. Um, the current projections have the groupies uh, with a 105.7 to 105.2 win over the Tuzzles. Those are what the projections are. So by a 0.5 margin. Um, let's see what Keenan Allen is projected tonight. Um, he's projected 14.1. Damn. Okay. Going to be a grind tonight. 
looked like the groupies had it last night, uh, but a rough night in Buffalo. Uh, Tyler Bass with zero. Allen only getting 13. Um, so we're going to have to sweat. Um, there's only one way that has to be done. That's by sweating. Um, I do have to work tonight, too. <laughs> so I'm going to be I'm gonna be on the court checking that phone a little bit and also praying. So RMT will be praying. Sometimes you got to pray and sweat. We're used to it. Nothing, nothing new here. Um, so Monday night sweat with the Tussles. We knew it going into this matchup that it was going to be close. Um, Tussles grinded up. So best of luck to Klein Hands tonight. Um, great matchup. Had a, had a pleasure battling, and let's just see what happens. Um, this Thursday, uh, th- this Wednesday or Thursday, will be the continuation of this pod. Um, so uh, we, we know what all the matchups are, um, but I will do a power rankings for next week, talk about more matchups, get into a little bit more of analysis with the team's players um, for this current week six um and then so you know i'll I'll be doing a week six into week seven uh, analysis on thursday um so uh, again we apologize for the delay um but fun being able to get this done on monday before the monday night games a lot of implications uh i love you all i love you thick league That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. A little Monday edition. I kind of love it. Um, getting back from the makeup week last week. Um, we're sorry for the delay, um, but we have it out now. Enjoy your week. We will have another pod this Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so double Riddle Me That podcast this week. You guys are welcome. Uh, I love you all. Um, have a great week. <laughs>